From Stockholm Studios in Bushwick, Brooklyn, this is The LPB Show, a weekly discussion from the world of photography and photo books. Here is your host, Brian Formals. Today I'm joined by two uh, guests I've been very uh, excited about having on the show. First we got Charlie Johnson. Brian, now, thank you. Yeah, absolutely, a pleasure having you. And then we got Corey Prichet. How are you? We got yes. photographers, <laughs> artists, and collaborators with the publishing company Sun. And that's a, almost the first thing I guys want to ask you. Is this a, like, is Sun a collective, a publishing house? How would you define it? Well, I think it's a little bit of both of those. Um, we came together about five photographers, all who loved photo books, wanted to work on our own books. And it sort of involved, I guess, into more of a publishing house now. Right. Uh, I mean, we always wanted to stay away from the collective tag because we all kind of felt like collectives come and then they fall apart. Exactly. And we exactly. didn't want that to happen with yeah. some. We wanted to keep this going and just be putting out the best books yeah. possible. Like, and, yeah, I mean, you're doing a hell of a job. I already own, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you, you suckered me into the world. But yeah. no, I mean, there's a lot. It's just, it's, you guys are really, I think, we're, the, we're, we're, we're working with good people. Yeah. I mean, Bill, Bill Sullivan, Sullivan is, yeah. Yeah, he's the mastermind. And yeah. that's, yeah. No, he's, yeah, it was, it was fun talking to him at the 10 by 10 salon. And you kind of get that energy from him, right? Of, no, Bill is, Bill is a, uh, well, you know, Bill is Bill. But, uh, <laughs> Bill is certainly the guru down, and the, yeah. uh, the leader yeah. Yeah. of Sun. Uh, Aaron McElroy is probably our rock star. Uh, nice. But, uh, and then Corey and I uh, are. Along for the ride. So we and have, also yeah. Curtis is also the big oh, Curtis part. Hamilton like we could, it wouldn't be anything without Curtis. Like and the the work he just did with the family asset was huge. And we we talked about that a couple of weeks ago with uh, who did we talk about with? Oh, this is getting hard to keep track of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was a great conversation we had about the family asset, and I, I've been following that on Instagram for a while. And like when you guys put that out, I was so so excited. Yeah, wow. it's been very cool. I mean, th that book is such a wide audience. Even like this morning, I woke up to, to a text message from a friend uh, of a picture of the lead singer from this band, Texas is the Reason, that I used to love, like posted his picture of the family acid on Instagram. Oh, and really? I was like, wow, that is like, so cool. That is the coolest thing yeah. for me, man. No, we always tell you it's Amanda. Amanda we talked about, it, and she met a young photographer, 22, and she actually met Roger in L.A., and told us a story about meeting him and had no idea who he was. He is the coolest yeah. guy. Personality and, plus. You know, he, he was actually quite ill that, that weekend uh -huh. uh, during the book fair. And, but he, on Sunday, he rallied, came out, signed books. Everyone met him, and that was just, it was wonderful. Yeah, he so, turned it on. Yeah, he really turned it on for everyone. <laughs> yeah, and last week we talked about The Devil May Care, Aaron's book. Right. Oh, cool. big, again, another guy I've been following for a while. And that was, who did uh, you talk about that with? Uh, Anya. So, oh, you know, okay. yeah, you know, yeah. Cool. It, was, it was good, it was good. But let's step back a bit. Let's talk about before Sun. So which, what, Charlie, give us just a quick uh, I'll little, give you a quick little yeah, background on me, little which, little background, which yeah. is actually very different than a lot of photographers. Wow. I did not go to school for art. I actually went to school to play tennis. Oh, and, nice. uh, um, and then I ended up playing uh, overseas for about 10 years, from like 18 to 28. Uh, I grew up in New York City. I've uh, spent my whole life in New York. I grew up on 65th Street. I now live on 75th Street. <laughs> so I, I haven't moved too far, and, but I, I've traveled extensively. Uh -huh. I, I was in the straight world for a while, as I proposed to the art world. Uh, and I worked in advertising. And then sort of my last job was working for a magazine called Art and Auction. Oh, okay. And where I had a great job. I was put in charge of Europe as sales rep. Wow. And then uh, I was very fortunate to come into a, a small amount of money, uh -huh. which gave me some freedom. 
And I said, you know what? I've always had this dream to just do my own thing. Um, so I tried painting. I failed miserably. I tried <laughs> sculpting. I failed miserably. Yeah. But I always loved photography. Uh, I mean, the first thing, I, whenever I went to museums, it was always photography, right, photography. Right. And I was really more into the equipment in the early days. I just loved cameras, uh -huh. you know, whether it was old Leicas, Nike, anything. Just loved the uh, equipment. And, uh, and then it was probably in the late 19, mid-1990s where I said, you know what, I want to start making photo books. Mm -hmm. I was spending a lot of time in Havana, Cuba uh -huh. at the time. It was illegal. I don't know if we say that, but <laughs> yeah, the government yeah. is the government listening. No, I, I, it. It. I think we were in the. And, uh, I mean, I watched uh, the Snowden documentary yeah, exactly. the other night. So. Uh, <laughs> they probably I, I, are. Yeah, I'm sure they are listening. I I made a uh, movie in uh, Havana uh, called Boxers and Ballerinas, a documentary with three young Georgetown students Sweet. who have all gone on to great things in, <laughs> in the uh, in the uh, movie world. And I was also in the process of, of making uh, a book, uh, Havana 2006. Yeah, we got the book. Right. We'll share uh, that on the top. Okay. Uh, so uh, that was sort of uh, the first book I put out. It's, it's unfortunately, I, I remember going into Dashwood with this book the first time I met David. And David and I, and I, you know, he has all my books now, but he rejected me. <laughs> and I mean, I spent yeah. a lot of money oh, getting yeah, this yeah. artist book done. I had a show at Meredith Ward Gallery, an uptown gallery. And I said, I was like, totally just destroyed that David, that famous David Straddle of Dashwood right, right. rejected this book. So, you know, I said, all right, whatever, you know, but, uh, and I made too many copies of it. Since then I've learned that, you know, you don't want to make, you know, 500 copies. My, my greatest fear in life is to see my books in the remainder bin at Strand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I've always yeah, go, yeah. whenever I tell Corey, I said, if I ever see a book on my remainder bin at Strand, I'm buying it and running yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but luckily my editions uh, since Havana have been small, like 100 to 200 copies. And uh, uh, it's, you know, after I, I got back from Havana, I made five books on New York City, yeah, uh, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. a homage to Ed Ruscha, which we'll nice. get into later. Yeah. And then I made uh, two books of Polaroids. Uh, the first one was Libby, which we'll talk about. Yeah, and the yeah. second one was uh, was the girl in the fifth floor walk up that just came out. Well, so. that was very that was very concise. Well, I want to like Corey. Yeah, I know yeah. it's hard when your other person here sitting here, you never have a chance to say anything. So oh, he no, can go yeah. into his background a little bit. And, no uh, pressure, Corey. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta follow up on that. And yeah. I can so, drink some more of this great wine. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I was always doing art my whole life. Um, when I went to college, I decided to study uh, history and political science instead. Did that for a while and then met a guy who my girlfriend was uh, taking classes with at the time, uh, photo classes, and he kind of took me under his wing. And I don't know, it just totally changed my life to begin <laughs> with. And that, so I was, at that point I was just photography and that's it. Right, right. Um, I ended up getting an internship at Yossi Milo Gallery. Oh, cool. And worked there for almost two years where, like, uh, almost on my first day there, Yossi gave me, uh, he, or didn't give me, but showed me his first edition copy of Sleeping by the Mississippi. Oh, wow. So that was the book that, like, really, I was like, all right, this is what, I need to make a book. Like, this that, is what I want to do. That's, that, yeah. that, that was the first, <laughs> like, I had my friend in Minneapolis, my good college friend, that was the first book he showed me, <laughs> I, too. Yeah, it, and it was like, I was like, this is photography. He's like, yeah, you got to look at this. It was like my first kind of a, Soap, man. Yeah, so. He's like a big presence. Yeah, for sure. So, then, so Yossi Milo, though, I mean, that had to be kind of a big... Uh, I mean, it was awesome. I, my One of my best friends in the world was the registrar. Or is... Or, yeah, she, she worked there for, I don't know, four or five years and mm -hmm. pretty much ran the gallery. And so she's living in New Zealand now, but she's still... You know, 
kind of affiliated with Sun now. We, when she's moving back to the States in June, we're okay. going to have her involved. But um, so Anita, Anita Totha, she's also a good friend of Charlie's. Um, she, she, after John Schlesinger, took me under her wing and showed me the ropes of the gallery scene. I decided that kind of wasn't really what I wanted to do. I wanted to be an artist. <laughs> yeah. And so from there, I, you know, I just started. You know, I met Charlie and started making yeah. books. So. so I love, so Libby, this is very interesting because I, I've seen the, the girl on the fifth floor walk up. That was the one I saw. And then it was last week. This was sitting at the 10 by 10 salon. This was sitting there. And I was like, well, what is this? It's kind of just been sitting there yeah. for, uh, for almost and two years. And you told me, like, so, yeah, you, this was, I like the story behind this, how you kind of went into his archive and you discovered this work. I mean, I kind of think it, yeah. of it as my project as much as Charles. I really <laughs> I do. Think, yeah, I mean, yeah. it kind of came out That's, of. That may be your thought, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it yeah. kind of came out. Like, yeah. I made this zine um, of a book. It was kind of like a mini Libby about three ex-girlfriends okay. of mine. And then one of them decided that there was no way in hell this zine was coming out. <laughs> so it kind of died. And me and Charlie wanted to do a book together. I, you know, his other books were these typologies. And I wanted to do something totally different. So we went right. to the archive. And I found these Libby Polaroids that you know you can tell. So let me, I'm actually going to read it. Because we like to read. Sure. And this is, I actually like the kind of concise. So I'm just going to read a little bit here. So taken between 2002 and 2009, these Polaroids chronicle a glimpse into my relationship with the artist, writer, Elizabeth Libby Schottel. There, there was no intent to show this work to anyone, much less to make it into a book. It was not until 2011 when Corey asked to look at the hundreds of Libby Polaroids that the idea for this book was born. Okay, so tell us about Libby. Like, so you, you're in the West Village, you met right. her at this small community Well, let me, the, the Libby story is a very interesting story. Um, it was back in the, uh, I was actually, people find this hard to believe, but I was actually married once for, <laughs> for a year yeah. uh, to a lovely young lady. We're still friends, uh -huh. but uh, it didn't work out. And then I started spending uh, a lot of time working in Havana on some assignments and stuff. And I, I fell in love with Cuba. Mm -hmm. Oh, the whole thing about Cuba. I just fell in love with it uh, back then in the, in the late 90s. I came, uh, I was, obviously was back and forth between New York and Cuba. I was usually going through Montego Bay, Jamaica uh -huh. to get to Havana. Uh -huh. And so I walked into these, I wanted to say, I, I said to, I was dating a girl at the time, I, and I said to her, I said, I want to go into all these Cuban restaurants in New York and find one I really like so I can keep going back to once or twice a week. So Little Havana was this beautiful little teeny little restaurant on Cornelia Street, uh, across from the Cornelia Street Cafe, which was a very, sort of a lot of poets hung out there and stuff. So I walked in one day and I got there before my date got there. And I go, whoa, this beautiful waitress walked up to me. <laughs> and I said, and she was really friendly, you know, and I was like, you know, probably 30 years older than her, uh, so I wasn't thinking anything of it. And, but she couldn't have been nicer. And then my date showed up and she said, I think that waitress is hitting on you. I said, no, I think she's just trying to be nice. You know, she's just a normal waitress. But anyway, it stayed in my head. And the next day I went back to the restaurant <laughs> by myself. Yeah. And uh, so I went back by myself and uh, we met. Uh, we became friend friendly, and we started going out for dinner, and it was a very long, drawn-out uh, uh, relationship that lasted close to 12 years. Wow. And Libby was, uh, at the time, actually an actress. Uh, uh, she, she then uh, became a writer, uh, and now she's an artist. Uh, believe it or not, my sister is doing a documentary film on her wow. that will be coming out Who next year. Those? Well, she lives, actually, in a seventh-floor walk-up. <laughs> In the same building. In the as same the girl. building as the girl on oh, the fifth floor. Anyway, that's another story. We don't. We don't need to get into that on the See, air. This is, I feel uh, like, yeah, a very yeah, quintessential yeah, Manhattan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything is connected and intermingled. It is. Like, yeah. 
Corey, I got a. I remember uh, getting a uh, an email from Corey. He was kind enough to write me up on one of his uh, blogs. Yeah, I had a blog. A blog, yeah, great during blog. During the days, during the heyday of the blogs, yeah, actually, no one was actually writing me up or talking about it. I, yeah. I got to meet this guy who's actually saying nice Talk things me, about yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> so we met actually at the Armory Show, which is this week, and we're going, and, right, uh, we're, going to, we're going tomorrow again. So it's, it's, it's our <laughs> it's what seven years you said. Well, congratulations, uh, guys. You. It's yeah. so yeah. good to see, like, a couple of... I, I wish he was cuter. Yeah, Things yeah. might have worked out better. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, so uh, we met, and he has a funny story to tell. But I, I can't... Well, you tell me. You couldn't figure out how old well, this yeah, guy... Well, we, yeah. Oh! Uh, oh, no! Oh, no. Oh, oh, my God, Corey. Uh-oh. God damn it. Well, we haven't had that happen before. No, that's the first... Oh, I'm the yeah. Uh -oh. Well, yeah. we had Corey drop a... Uh, uh, no, come on, you guys are over-exaggerating. We have a cheap $5... Yeah, uh, it's really yeah. cheap. Well, this, this may be the cheapest tablecloth you've ever touched. Well, should I grab some... No, 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 no we're good. Just, just leave it. Yeah. 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 Just keep the swimming pool. Yeah, keep the river bit. away from... Keep the river away. Yeah. The mixer. This book is only a thousand bucks at Dashwood, but it's okay. No, it's not. Yes, it is. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that's all right. Don't worry about it. It's whatever. It's not a thousand dollars. Close. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, I'm the klutz. Uh, so. Well, now you have another story for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so where were we? No, how we met. How oh, yeah, we yeah, yeah. How you met, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we were emailing back and forth. I couldn't figure out if he was, you know, like my age. At the time, I, I was like 25 or something like that. Right, right. Or no, 23. I don't know. It was a kid still. <laughs> and, uh, and so I was trying to figure out if he was like an older guy or not. And then we, so we met up at the Armory show, and that's when we... Obviously, know, he found, then found out I was an older guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he became... We became best well, friends. Well, we became very good friends. After best friends. Together. And what we, did, we did a lot of work together, which was great. Uh, Corey, and I'll, be, I'll say it in front of him, I have never found anyone who knows as much about photo books as Corey. He is... His whole life is just devoted yeah, to photo yeah. books. He's just, uh, and uh, whenever I go to Dashwood, and, and when I don't shit. know the young, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the young photographers, oh, yeah. I'll go, uh, uh, you know, should I, you know, who should I buy? And he's just up to date on everyone. You know, hey, yeah. I'm more of the new topographic school. You know, Lewis Baltz, right, uh, Robert right, right. Adams, but Ed Ruscha, you know, but Corey knows the young photographers and. Uh, yeah, you know, he's, the guy's, uh, he's amazing. So it was interesting, I asked you, we were talking last week, and I asked, you know, we were talking about photo and how a lot of yours is using found imagery and this stuff, and you said you can't even really remember the last time you went out and actually made a photograph, you yeah, know? I, well, yeah, <laughs> other than, like, you know, with my phone. With your phone I, I take yeah. lots of pictures with my phone. But, you know, uh, as far as using film or anything like that, it's been a really long time. Uh, um, but this was, Lovers was kind of the first project where I started using that, instead of, before that, I was a very strict, you know, Alex Soth wannabe. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. You know, I just, I didn't have my own voice uh -huh. until I really, this probably, I think, was the first project where I really found myself. And, you know, using the security cameras at my job was the complete opposite of what I was doing, like, you know, four by five or medium mm -hmm. format on a tripod, so. So, yeah, so basically we have lovers as you're, you're using the security camera footage and people caught in various, I don't know. Embraces, or I don't know how you say it. I so. mean, it's working the you know the overnight shift at the hotel and seeing yeah. those people stumbling in at one a.m. and you know make it on the elevator. You don't know yeah. if they met that night or or you know they're on vacation. It's 
you know, it's a fun little book. And you <laughs> like it, but you wanted to keep it like small and zine-like as, you know, to it was keep that intimacy or? It was originally part of a larger body of work okay. um, called Night Shift that had, you know, 35 millimeter stuff oh, okay. and also had some text pieces that went along with it. Um, I actually just took it all down from my website, so it's just lovers. Oh, now. wow, wow. Uh, I just, the rest of the work just, I don't know if it worked anymore. Wow. At the time, it was okay, but me and Bill were actually going over it together, thinking of maybe making it into the bigger book, but we decided to just keep it. Just keep it there. And I, I mean, you I can think, always go back, right? I can always yeah. go back to it, but uh, I th these were the strongest images, wow. so why not just make it that? So me and Tom, last week, we had this, and we had it out, and Tom, yeah. Tom stumbled on the last sequence I in the book, <laughs> yeah. and he was like, whoa, and I was kind of like drinking and talking to somebody, he was like, well, you gotta see this, and then like a couple minutes later, like I just picked up the book and then I got through and I got to the end. It's like, wait a minute, yeah. that's what you're talking about. So it's kind of what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven frames from basically their. Who's who's one is that now? Uh, uh, it's probably me. Charlie, yeah, is it me? Charlie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry guys. You know, I forgot we're going to call. It's yeah. Aaron McElroy. Should we bring him in? <laughs> <laughs> Tell Aaron we're recording. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to have him on. No, it's the complete process, and they're also aware of the camera at the end. I right? mean, yeah. yeah. So I wanted to end it with a little joke of him waving at the camera. But the funniest yeah. part about that sequence is I actually had gone on my break. And uh -huh. so I wasn't even there at the time. And I work with this uh, little old Ethiopian. Well, not old. She's like uh -huh. in her 40s, I guess. Ethiopian woman. And she, I come back from my break. She's like, Corey. I got a good one for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so I had to like rewind the tape and then take the pictures. <laughs> well, I like it's like they're gonna go for something probably a little bit more taboo. I don't know. And then it seems like all of a sudden they reverse to something more a little traditional. Yeah. We'll show you the spread in the book, and I think you'll get the the juxtaposition. But I think this is yeah. That's what's so cool though is the guy knows he's on camera. That's what's yeah, so cool. He's yeah. smiling up there. Waving. I actually have another sequence that's not in the book of, of people having. Oh. <laughs> Oh, they're gonna steal their life. <laughs> Corey, you just really do not. As, want to as drink this guy that actually yeah. dropped his yeah. beer twice. Oh, yeah. Let's get this away from me. The 34 basketball, this is the one you're giving me. Wow. I'm giving you it now. Yeah. Because you're, you're this is, now this book is gonna be a legend. We're gonna keep this as like a. <laughs> What it's all this, your, this, Brian, that is your book. The memento, oh. Stain I mean, sign. I'm, I'm honored, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's a stain sign. Uh, well, gonna, you'll get some new copies of Lovers as well. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Let's see, we, now, don't you think photo books have to have a little bit of character? I mean, it is, oh my a, God. It is a good point. That Brian, you, you bring up a great the, point. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a, a Robert Frank photograph from Paris, oh. and on the back of it are cat paws. Oh. And it's so good. Cool, Frank didn't know and that. his wife had so many cats. And they probably ran all over this photograph. And let me tell you, it's just a classic. It's of the yeah. Place Vendôme, and it's just a great night scene with cobblestone streets. Corey's seen it in my yeah. apartment. Yeah, it's great. No, I mean, some people buy, like, the books, and they keep them on the shelves, and they want them to collect. And, not me. Like, my No, I, my I'm that way. I'm very yeah. anal about my it, books. But, I mean, the, well, you can see... Well, this that could happen in the second part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get it. We'll get into the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would have yeah, been bad. We'll to, yeah, no, no, when, I when think the Ed Bruchets come out here, no booze. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Maybe we'll keep them off the table. But yeah. no, I imagine in five years we'll come back and it's like, you know how this book got there? <laughs> Let me tell you. And that, that'll be when Corey's showing in Yossi Well, he's going to owe me yeah, big yeah, time. Yeah. For this. <laughs> yeah, very big time. Very big time. No, no, but so like a lot of your stuff is this kind of like where you're outsourcing. 
you go into the internet too, right? I mean, where yeah, else? I mean, in... I, uh, my new my newest book. Well, I guess this is newer now. Mm-hmm. But my uh, book, I first book I put out with Sun is Hundred Girls I Don't Know, right. which is all screenshots from Tinder. Okay. Um, so I mean, basically, it is just a hundred girls I don't know. Oh. It's just I was going through Tinder for weeks, probably, I don't know, 50,000 girls I probably went through, uh-huh. and just taking screenshots. I have so many on my computer. Is that 50,000 yeah. girls who rejected you when you <laughs> slid the thing the right away? Probably, yeah. <laughs> well, I've been, like, so I use Tinder, too, and now, like, the, the, the scammers, like, the uh, spam oh, yeah. bots, they use, like, these weird philosophical, like, phrases in their... I haven't got yeah, one Yeah, they those. have, like, I have one on my phone, <laughs> but they use these weird, like, philosophical phrases where they're talking about just like this most like bizarre stuff and you're like that is not like what are they talking about let me see if i can show you one here and now here. it's time for brian to read a tinder <laughs> yeah. yeah okay should i yeah should i you want me to do this okay so here's one some people think life is like a roller coaster but my life is more like one of those rides that spin really fast so you're pinned <laughs> to the wall and can't do anything about oh, it i can't believe it. i mean wow. i haven't oh wow why was she why wasn't she in the bloody yeah. <laughs> She's like, it's fake. So, like, they have to get around, the spammers have to get around the whatever filter they have. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. figure if you put something in the above. And I read it's something so on funny. the web about that. So, I've been doing those screen grabs. <laughs> it's like, what are they talking about? It makes no sense, you know. Yeah, like, I started seeing a girl recently, so I've been off Tinder for a little while. Ah, I'm kind of yeah, missing yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. it's just as far as, like, the game of it. It's so yeah. fun. Yeah. That's all right. Your, <laughs> girlfriend, <laughs> your girlfriend might be listening in, so you better be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure she understands. She's, yeah. So you're... It's so, research. It's research. <laughs> it's research. But, Charlie, so you have... You, you've put out these series of books now right. that it's a kind of, like, you said, like, your homage to Ed Ruscheh. Correct. Like, Havana 2006, which I really like. And you mentioned before you got here that you forgot your Mamiya 6x6. Right. Is that, well, so you wanted to do those kind of like, you know, very formal new topographic kind of photos. Absolutely. The, the new topographics has, uh, you know, Lewis Baltz, Robert yeah. Adams, Stephen Shore. That's been a huge influence in my life. And I started shooting square very simply because I had a Hasselblad in, this is a great story, Brian. I had a Hasselblad <laughs> camera in Havana, which you need to shoot on a tripod. So I'm shooting a, my first book, uh, Havana, and I've got a tripod out there. The next thing I know, there's two policemen behind me oh, no. saying, you're coming with us. I said, well, what did I do? What did I do? You know, Havana, you never know what's going to happen. And they go, tripod's not legal in Havana. What? So I said, <laughs> what, uh, I never heard this rule before. And they go, no, no tripods. You can't shoot tripod because that means you're a professional photographer mm. if you're shooting off a tripod and you're making money off the photos you're taking. Right, so right. next time I came back to Havana was, I said, I, I love square format. It's, it's sort of what I've been known for over the years. Mm-hmm. So I, brought, I bought a Mamiya 6. And I have to tell you, it's the greatest camera I've ever used. I've used it for almost every one of my series. I used it for most of the Havana book. Mm-hmm. I used it for 34 basketball courts, a few empty pools, my uh, some New York handball courts, mm-hmm. uh, uh, my book, new book, which is called Brooklyn Corrugated Iron Fences, um, <laughs> which is the last book sort of showing the, uh, uh, you know, how the fences are disappearing as, uh, as this wonderful borough of Brooklyn becomes a condo glut. Right. Uh, and sort of like the way the uh, split level fences mm-hmm. left in the days of uh, Robert Adams in the New West in Denver, his books. Right. Um, so those were the, the five books. Uh, and also I did a book on storefront churches mm-hmm. with the five sort of topographical books an homage to Ed Ruscheh in some ways, 
a little bit of Hilla and Bern Becker. Right, a I was great just German. Like, I could actually yeah. get into that. What is what like what attracts you to the typology? I mean, like well, a lot know, of, to me, like a typology, it's it's tough, man. I mean, it's like you really got to kind of. Well, it's tough in this day and age to be doing stuff that was big in the 60s and 70s, but Ruscha was definitely, the George Eastman House in 1975, they had the new topographics uh, uh, show, which was huge at the time. And that work was sort of the work I grew up with. I wasn't actually making photographs back then, but I loved that that work. And my thought was, hey, it's 50 years later. I started making these New York books really in 2007, 8. And you know what? I want to do something as I love New York City, and I yeah, want to yeah. do something for New York City. And uh, so I did these five books as a, an homage to New York. So do you uh, think you'll keep doing? Because when I look no, at them, like this, you're done with them. Like that's no, the I am year. so done. Yeah. When, uh, uh, in fact, uh, Vincelletti came by uh, uh, the show recently in New York, and when he saw the book, uh, the Libby book, uh, oh yeah, this is the same guy who did the New York City books, uh -huh. and I was sort of like, and he was saying. You know, it's so great that you've moved on to to something else, <laughs> oh, actually. Oh, yeah. So I said, oh, no, I guess the yeah. time was right to move on. And then I did these two books of Polaroids, the Libby book uh -huh. and the Girl on the Fifth Floor Walk-Up. Unfortunately, Libby and the Girl on the Fifth Floor Walk-Up are very friendly. So now oh, Libby's not really talking no. to me anymore. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, but, well, that's another story. Charlie, what yeah. are you getting? No, yeah, 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 it's, it's, it's like, I feel like <laughs> you need to go on like one of the, some adult version of Maybe do it anonymously. The Robin yeah. Bird show. I don't know if she's still yeah, working, yeah, right, but whatever. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. It's uh, like your memoirs. Are you working on your memoir? You're like... Uh, well, actually, I'm actually helping on the Libby film, so a little yeah. bit, but uh, which is sort of awkward at the time, but we'll see. <laughs> wow. Well, that, I mean, we're going to take a quick break here. Okay, good. We're going to try not to spill anything in yeah. the second version, but <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> we, we, we're, it's building character, Corey. Yeah. It was bound to happen. Brian, this must be your little trick to get. So now, this is your book now, too, both of them. Oh, but wow. Try not to uh, get that one on the, oh, there. Man, this I'm one, honored. But, yeah, you, yeah, they're both yours. Corey, uh, you now owe me another thousand dollars. Yeah. To add on to everything else you owe me. Well, I think yeah. <laughs> well, we'll go into it that. Are care. we still on? Are we still we're on? We're still on. Well, great. Still great. Still great. 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 Yeah. Let me get into this now. Yeah. Let me get into. Let me get into this now. All right. Here we go. That's not how you talk about photo books. This is how you talk about photo books, I feel. I don't know. That's what we're trying to go for, I think. Yeah. No, this is. I mean, this is just like the salons where we, you know, where yeah. everybody's just walking around talking. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and we're back jamming about photo books. We're back. I mean, this is the way we want to do it, right, Tom? I mean, yeah, spilling absolutely. stuff, creating stories, hearing old <laughs> stories. Yeah. I, I, know, I, just, I just went to the ADAA at yeah. the Armory on 65th and Park. Uh -huh. Oh, you went to that? Oh, my God. 21 self-Polaroid portraits by Warhol of himself. Oh, wow. uh, obviously self-portraits. Oh. So great. Oh, my Man. God. So amazing. The guy was really amazing. <laughs> he <Yeah>. was. Flies <laughs> Warhol, right? Yeah, Flies yeah. Warhol. Yeah. Can't, uh, can't fuck with Warhol. <laughs> <laughs> so we have, we're coming back, and we're going to like branch out, I think, more into... Uh, 
from talking to Charlie and Corey's books into more of their influences. And we have, I mean, this is, I will say hands down, as a collection of books <laughs> that has been brought to this show, it's hands down the most impressive Sick. collection that we've seen. We've been talking it's, about it for a couple of days. Hope <laughs> let's hope Corey doesn't spill any more of his beer know, on anything. Where do we even start? Luigi Geary, we have uh, Ed Ruscha. Let mean, me start, like, Brian. Oh, let me man. start. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I brought a couple of books that have been a huge influence to me. I, I brought all a lot of Ed Ruscha's uh, little artist books from the 60s. Uh, the one I'm holding in my hand right now, uh, for you people who can't see me, is called <laughs> 26 Gasoline Stations, which had a, uh, I mean, when I saw this book, it was like one of the highlights of my life when I first right. read the, uh, looked at the book 26 Gas Stations. In fact, it inspired me to do a, uh, a portfolio called 26 Havana Gas Stations, which was actually just shown at Gagosian. Gagosian had a show, Ed Ruscha and his followers, and uh, the, uh, the portfolio that I had in that show was 26 Havana Gas Stations. I must have spent uh, like a month going around Havana looking for, there's not a lot of gas, I mean, the problem in Havana is all the gas stations sort of look alike, they're all sort of this blue-white. Huh. So I actually don't tell anyone I had to go outside of Havana a little bit to get some of these gas stations. <laughs> well, but just, uh, but actually, yeah, and I'm announcing right now that I've actually decided to do a small book on these gas stations because I think nice. it'd be sort of cool, uh, you know, sort of like in the same sort of size as the Rouché That's books. Great. But yeah. what is the, what's the addition on 26? Of the, well, the great thing about 26 gas stations, the is first was edition was 500 books. Okay. And then Ruscha printed a second edition of a thousand, and then a three thousand. Oh, okay. So I think I think that's roughly right. Maybe the second was three thousand, but the first edition, which this is not it, because <laughs> if it was, I wouldn't even be having it. I would be with a Brinks truck outside. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, uh, well, you have a first edition. I, not of twenty six. No, oh, I thought you no, did. no. This is the the third edition, which is the you know still. I right. mean, the first edition is probably forty thousand dollars of twenty six yeah, gas stations. Wow. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. So, I mean, it's also, as much as an influence with uh, these books were on Charlie, these were the first books that Charlie showed me. Like, this, uh, like the first time I went to his apartment, you know, he showed me these Rouché artist books. And I had never seen them before. Yeah. They totally blew my mind. And, again, that's, it, it changed the way I looked at books. Yeah. But isn't that, that's amazing. That's what, Which, I, that's I, what mean, I love about the photo books is that you can, within that five minutes of, you know, looking at one photo book and then all of a sudden like your whole perspective on photography can change. Yeah. And it's just in that five minutes of browsing through, it's not like a novel. Like you have to sit down and read a novel and that's, if you're good, you may be able to do that in a day, but who does that? In a week. <laughs> a movie, I guess you get two and a half hours, but a photo book, you can do that in three minutes. The next thing you know, everything's, your not, furniture is rearranged. But not every photo book. Like I would say, uh, it's not over here actually, but the Leela Dare book, mm -hmm. that book, um, is something you have to take a week with. It's something you have to go through and read every right. sentence, look at every picture, and really digest it um, more than you know just a book of pictures. Right. So how how often do you find yourself going back to your book, these books? I mean, you'll see my collection is pretty worn. Uh, you know, my, it's, it's not going to do well on the secondary market. <laughs> yeah. I, I spend a, I spend a lot of time looking at yeah. my books. Yeah. yeah. For sure, I'm more, I'm, more, yeah. I'm more of the nerdy type. No one touches my books. But what I do is, if it's a book that means, like Guy Bourdin, Polaroids, mm -hmm. that's a book that's been a huge influence, especially on the last two books I've done on Polaroids. I get two copies. One goes into the cellophane, right. wrapped away, and the other one is one I use as a working book. 
In fact, when we did the uh, Girl on the Fifth Floor Walk Up, we had that book as far as, you know, just trying to make sure we were matching colors and things like that, wow. uh, which, was, which was important. Uh, with my Polaroid books, I mean, I didn't bring it, but Helmut Newton, Pola mm -hmm. Woman, is a huge influence. Great book. Uh, really wasn't, I shot both these books with a Polaroid 600 camera. Mm -hmm. uh, Newton was obviously using the 690 film and, and also the Peel Apart film also, so a little dip, a bit different. Right. Uh, as opposed to the, the two books I have put out so far on Polaroids. So wait, so then Luigi Geary is interesting. I oh. have not seen, I mean, this one is. Yeah, no. Because he, I didn't know about him until, I, you know, all of like the rebound stuff. And like that was just. So this is a book that, I got to be honest, Brian, I've, I've, I've never seen this book. Mm -hmm. um, I met Luigi Geary's widow. Uh, unfortunately, Luigi Geary died in 1990. Uh, uh, his daughter was one year old. His daughter Adele has become a really good friend of mine, oh, wow. and uh, she's now going to Goldsmiths in uh, in London. And uh, that book, uh, Kodachrome, was a book that uh, was it yeah, Aperture, yeah, Aperture yeah. just brought it out again. Yeah, Mac just sorry, Mac excuse did, me, yeah, Mac yeah, yeah. just brought it up. <laughs> I have the original Kodachrome. When I went to the Geary household in Emilia Romana in uh, in Italy, uh, my sister and I were thinking about doing a documentary film on on Geary. And we started, and unfortunately, Luigi's wife, Paula, then died. She died during Paris Photo like four years ago. And so the documentary film project sort of got swept aside for, the, for a while. But Geary, as far as color work, has been a huge influence in my life. Uh, I mean, I, a lot of people call him the, uh, you know, the Eggleston of Europe. 100%. Yeah. Uh, but to me, you know, he was, I mean, he was regional in that to this little area of Italy, uh, obviously, where Eggleston to the south. But Geary, the more you look at Geary, the more you realize that this guy was just a master. Well, he synthesized how imagery is used in public. I mean, that's what I love. Absolutely. It's like he's the, the simulacra, and like that's, you know, the thing is, I did a lot of that stuff in L.A. before I even knew Geary, and then you look at mm. it, it's like, God, you know, it's yeah, like he was doing that, that weird influence, you know, and like this is the stuff of like, it's so it's so weird to kind of see like the way he looks at the way advertising works and the way like we try to represent like life in through that and I, then mixing I, it in. I with, think this book goes into that even more. Yeah. Than Kodachrome. Yeah. Kodachrome's yeah. an amazing. Kodachrome seems more like the monogram, like the monogram, like here's like the greatest hits, yeah. and this is like the book book, right? I I, I wouldn't. This be, is the one he did. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't. Yeah, this is this yeah. is the University of Turin. Right. Helped with this right. book. I would not be surprised if Mac brings this book out next. Because this book, I've never seen another they're doing, copy. They're doing they're another doing Geary book. I'm not Maybe sure. Maybe it's this one. It must be. Um, I can't. I do remember reading somewhere where they're like, "You really got to see the one that he did," and this must be it. Yeah, uh, this is the one that yeah. he put together. Um, he he's oh, just that. such a major influence on me. Uh, look, corrugated iron fences right here. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah very cool. <laughs> uh, but uh, just he was one of the first guy to put together words with photographs, mm -hmm. and. Uh, just the, the simplest of photos, but yet there's such a timeless beauty to him. There really is. He he was a total master. Yeah, a His daughter is the coolest person in the world. She's 22 years old, I think. <laughs> and uh, she's going to be handling the estate uh, eventually. And that's why I think she's at Goldsmiths in who, London. Uh, I mean, who is the guy? I can't remember. What, what gallery is he with in New York? Matthew, I remember, Marks. Matthew Marks. I remember yeah. going and seeing it. Oh, all the, the Thomas Demand show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Thomas Demand featured him big time. Aperture did show. a big show. And yeah. Aperture had a huge show on, uh, on Geary also. That's right. Years. That's, see, that's what, when I first heard it. Like, I like, I think a lot of people these days when I look at it, say it's like too many photographs and it's not tight enough. But I'm like, I want the mess, you know? 
Sometimes I like the mess of photos, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, it depends on the book, but yeah, for sure it works like really well in this book. <laughs> but do you think, I don't wonder, I'm curious like how, oh wait, there's a lot of surgery. I'm curious like how, if he edited this himself or if he was working with someone. Because what do you think, like I, I talk about this, I think we've talked about this quite a bit, it's like, the photographer really taking ownership of their vision and like their editing because you know you really sell your vision in the editing. What do you feel about? Because you obviously Sun is very collaborative. How do you guys work on the edits of these books? Is it you jam session? You get together? You no, look it, I mean more. I mean it kind of it's gone that way in some books, but in the beginning, Bill one of his first ideas was we're going to be like a terrorist cell. So, <laughs> so as long as two people are in on the plan, then it's cool. Oh, nice, and nice. so that's kind of how we started with the books. Um, you know, me, me and Charlie talk almost every day. Um, you know, Aaron and I talk almost every day. So we know we're constantly talking about our work. And um, so it is a collaborative thing. But it, it, as long as it's you know, there's two people working on the project. So then. building that trust is really important. Because yeah. you have to get, you have to like brutalize each other. Basically. <laughs> Artistically, you have, and like that's uncomfortable. Oh, we have fights. The fights Corey and I yeah. had over the Libby book, which before oh, Sundays, when we did this under his old uh, uh, 70 South was the name of the company that uh -huh. we worked under on, on the Libby book. We had constant arguments over what It was a year in. of fighting. Oh, like, no, it was a year of fighting, really. And then, of course, my mistake was always bringing in Libby also. <laughs> I don't like that photo. I don't want that. You know, oh, that's no. the biggest mistake is actually to bring in the subject yeah, of, yeah. The, of, the, uh, of the book into the conversation. Yeah. And Corey would go, don't talk to her. Don't show her anything. You know, this is only going to be problems. And, you know, and I, it was my baby. And as much as they were Charlie's photos, it was right. my baby. I right. wanted, I created this, you know, a much more romantic love story. By, we, you know, we included the letters and notes. Like, it, it, yeah, it yeah. evolved as a project through our fights. Like, yeah. But that's, that's what, I mean, that's very tough because it's like, I, I honestly feel like those are type of artistic collaborations are the most difficult things For sure. to like pull off and like almost anything because it's, you know. No, at dinner last week when we were with Yoshi and Tamara, we were talking about them working, like doing books as a couple yeah. and like it just blows my mind. I couldn't even think well, of that's, it. Well, that's, well, so they, you know, I think it's interesting last week we were talking about Yoshi and Tamara everywhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, the, yeah, the, the photo books are like the first couple of like little indie photo books. They are like yeah. the first couple of photo books. Yeah, we just, yeah. we just met them recently and we were but really, they're also, I mean, really they're brilliant cool. to yeah. me. Like they're Yoshi and both of them, their minds, and they all, you know, they both kind of think similar, but then they have their own little yeah, parts. Yeah, but Yoshi cool. took a lot of pictures for us last week. Oh, yeah, Yoshi. We had Yoshi taking all the pictures. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. But yeah, I think what's interesting is that they've decided to separate. And they were just, it was very matter of fact. They're like, no, we're just working by ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, it was, but it was like strategic, too. They looked and it's like, and then we're going to come back together. Because yeah. we're going to go and pursue these ideas, you know. Oh, so they're each going to work on their own projects now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Temra was telling us about this oh, project. Right. And then yeah. come back together. And then come back together. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Which is smart, you know. I think, like, you know, they're all building their own kind of, like, mental artistic gardens. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Bad metaphors. Well, they're, they're an amazing young couple. Just yeah. Really. So how do you, in terms of collecting books, because one thing about photo books is there's so much out there that you have to, you have to, like, what do you choose? How do you know to get a book? Like, I've been on a binge recently where I'm like, oh, I got to stop for a couple of months. Uh, yeah. I mean, and it got it into my head. Like, this is this is kind of like an addiction. I just, like, why? It's really bad. Like, I remember when I was collecting records, you know, 
it, I would spend like thirty dollars on a record, and that'd be like super expensive. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, like oh, thirty bucks for a record. And then started collecting photo books, and the cheap ones are thirty dollars. Right, right. <laughs> and, you right. know, then you and you buy your first hundred dollar book, and you're like, oh crap. And you know, you really have to prioritize. I mean, there's so much that goes at. I'm, I don't know how I pick And them. Charlie, but you're throwing around a little bit more ching on some of these. A little yeah. bit more. Let me tell you, you <laughs> the key is to rely on yeah. people who are a lot more intelligent than mm -hmm. you. Miwa at Dashwood is amazing. <laughs> she, as yeah. far as the Japanese photo book market, if uh -huh. she tells me, I would say 90% of the time she said, Charlie, this is an important book to have. I usually will grab it from her and say, okay, I'll take it. Corey I, is my go-to person on, on young photographers and a lot of other people too. He's amazing as far as... He's only led me wrong a couple times, which I won't go into. Um, but for oh, the, for the most time. <laughs> what did I go wrong? We don't, want, we don't want to be talking about right, right. We don't want to talk badly about it. I know. I can't. Whatever. But I think that's important. I mean, I'm trying to build up a fairly major collection okay. of, of photo books. Uh, I mean, he's got, you, you he's want got all, it. You want all the big hitters. In. We got to go to your place, man. Yeah, no. I would love for you guys to come to my yeah. place. I think it'd be a great spot to do one of these. So, And, and then yeah. we just go over some of the books. He's as really long, got it. Insane as long collection. as Corey's not allowed to have any booze yeah, no, in front of him. Yeah. You know, and, hey, I've um, never spilled anything So you're a real bonafide collector. Yes, I would say. But you know, it's so funny, Brian, because I was talking to someone the other day about photo book collectors. You know, <laughs> yeah. My gallery out in California, Joseph Bellows, uh -huh. has, Joe, has probably the most unbelievable collection of photo books I have ever seen in my life. And I know a lot of dealers do, yeah, yeah. but his, he's so into stuff that we all like, books. Mm -hmm. Like, he turned me on to for Re Revenge, the okay. book. Are you familiar with that? Um, and uh, and Corey turned me on to Calderon's book, uh, the first book, which was uh, uh, Miguel but, Miguel Calderon. But he did Eating uh, is a Magic World. So I, you know, so Joe and I go back and forth, and I said, you got to get this Miguel Calderon book, and uh, which was of his father finding after his father died all these photos of his father's mistress. Oh wow! Publishing oh, as a book. And yeah. it's just an amazing book. I amazing. have a terrible story about that. Oh, book, no. <laughs> where I was on Amazon. And it was selling for, I think, $45. I wish. Uh, it's more like 1000 And then but... I think the next day, Martin Parr's like, best book of the decades oh, list came out. Oh, man. And I looked. It was seriously within a day. <laughs> went from $45 to 800 <laughs> And that's just risen from there. Like, <laughs> it's Oh, no. It's crazy. huge. Man, but what did they say? I thought I read somewhere where they said like there's really only like 500 serious photo book collectors in the world. Yeah, it was really I would say that's really. true. You must be one of the 500. No, I don't know about that. But the Financial <laughs> Times in their yeah. weekend edition just yeah. had a big story on yeah. photo. That was it. Yeah, yeah. On photo books. And, you know, God help me. You know, it's, it's great. I mean, the Libby book I see online for anywhere. I had a special. We did a special edition, which comes with a Polaroid. And that's like 750 to 1000 so the, that little present. I but that's, Corey, I mean, better, Corey go but, you know, who knows? Throw some booze <laughs> on it, right? Is, yeah. who, know, who knows how yeah. much these books. I mean, the only time you're really going to know is when you go to sell. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's nice to say, oh, I saw my book for, Aaron goes to me, I saw the, my book for 600, I say, I saw my book for 500 bucks too. But, you know, what does it mean? It means it's nothing. Only if somebody's going to buy it. someone yeah. buy and, it. And, like, one of the things I really like about the indie photo book community is everyone's rooting for each other because there is no that's big true. reward into it. I mean, no. if you're doing no. it at 300, no one's that's making money. money. That's you're not what originally, like, that, turned yeah. me on so much to this was, I right. first in the blogging world, but I guess that was the beginning of this, you know, yeah. real book community. But it reminded me of the punk scene that I grew up in. And, like, that's, you know, everybody was out for each other's backs, just help, like, posting each other, helping each other. And, you know, that's what... 
kind of turned into a son. It's yeah, just, and you, all go, I mean, you go to the book fairs and like, you got to go check out this one. They'll tell you a specific book to go look out. Yeah. And I mean, it's that I think like removing that kind of like winner take all like mentality from it really creates something awesome. For sure. Like, I don't buy this idea that there's going to be a bubble, because what bubble? I mean, I don't know. I, no, there's I, no bubble. There's no bubble. You know, that's the great thing about photographers is I never really met a photographer. I mean, I, someone may just argue with this. I, I, I didn't like. <laughs> yeah. Photographers, for the most part, yeah, I'll definitely real. argue. Have you met some street, <laughs> you met street <laughs> photographer? No. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't really. i got to be honest. Street photography is probably my, I mean, for me, it's uh, portraits. Uh, and then uh, topographics and right, portraits right, are the two right. things that I really concentrate on in my books. Mm -hmm. Street photography, I mean, I, I have a, some important books, but it's not my main focus right, as right. far as when I look for photo books. But I got to be honest, everyone seems, especially the younger group, mm -hmm. uh, you know, one of the, we lost uh, three months ago, to, in my opinion, one of the greatest photographers of all time, mm -hmm. Louis Baltz. Mm, yeah, yeah. And I, a lot of people thought Louis Baltz was a difficult person mm -hmm. to get along with. I never met the man, but to me, I, I just, Louis Balt's texts, which is his writings I've been right. going through, where he talks really about the artist book versus sort of like the Fiden type yeah, book yeah. Or, or, you know, or the other major books of five, 10,000 copies, saying, hey, the real serious photography is being done in these small artist yeah, books of yeah, yeah. 100 to 1,000 copies. Right. I don't really want to buy a book over a thousand copies. Right. I got to be honest. I mean, I'm not. I just. I shouldn't say it because I just bought Alex Sell's new book, uh, Songbook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if that was three thousand copies, or whatever. But all I know well, is that second run. It sold yeah, out. Yeah, it yeah, sold yeah. out, Charlie. You got to get it. This last copy yeah. of the first edition. So yeah. I got it. But to me, the reason I make like a hundred to two hundred copies, I didn't think anyone would over two hundred people would yeah. want it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my yeah. greatest fear was. I mean, I probably only have 100 friends that actually want this book. I mean, why make an edition more than 100? It's, it's also yeah. a conversation we've had many times with Sun, though, is, ha like, how much of a book to make. Even with The Family Acid, which, you know, has a huge fan base, it's only an edition of 1,000 because, we, you know, we wanted to keep it special. Yeah, yeah. And... And I, I would have gone smaller, Brian. I got to yeah. tell you. I, 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 I would have done 500. Corey and I are on the same page. Yeah. Let's do 500. You know, hey, if it sells out, great. You got a second edition. Yeah. You know, big deal. I was worried I wasn't going to get it. I kept like delaying, like ordering it. <laughs> yeah. And then when we went to the salon, it was right there, Bill. Like right away, I was like, can I have that? Can I get yeah, there, yeah. buy that? He's like, yeah. But it reminds me what you're talking about, like photographers and like the community. Is like there's a great Robert Adams quote that I've read somewhere. But like every photographer depends on every other photographer that's come before him. Like you're always building on this whole reservoir of like absolutely photo. and it like it seems it strikes me as really relevant now with like the internet and how everyone easily people can assimilate different styles and look at the books and be yeah, like, yeah. like even just like the whole wealth of imagery out there it's like i don't know how you deal with it i've started to do like a project where i go out into the web and i'm extracting stuff and it's just like why what's the point of going outside i don't need because it's like anything your brain can kind of like conceive of and then like you can find put the into picture, text and then you can, can find you can turn it into your own which is that's right. what my work is turned but into but like it life. opens up like such a, like a different world to to yeah. what you would expect cuz you think of you put in this text into this search engine and then what you get back there's no you know so like I, I break my practice down into practice <laughs> like, between like inside and outside now. You know, mm. like I still have to go out and do the walking stuff because that's just the way I stay sane. But yeah, like yeah. being in on the computer is kind of like where it's at. But I feel, yeah, like you just like the small community and the way it's like built up. I think is 
Yeah, I love it. it. Yeah. I love. I really love and you know, doing all the fairs, meeting everybody. It, it's a great group of people that in this community. So who else? What other publishers do you, are you guys excited about? I mean, I, I love everything that TBW does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everything that you know he does is you know handmade pretty much, wow. and he just got a great eye. He's working with great photographers. Um, I think Kino, Mac has Kino totally Mac. blown away Steidl now. Oh yeah. No, I think I think Mac, like we've Mac had that conversation doing great a couple books, times. Yeah. Ago. Like really? Mac is the top. I mean, of the game. he's got yeah. the classics, and you know, Mac's putting out the new stuff. I, I think it's two separate things now. You know. Yeah, Steidel's more. You know, yeah. they're running the Robert Franks. So the, they're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but Mac certainly seems to be finding books that were sort of lost in the sands of time, mm -hmm. and uh, and like Geary. Geary yeah, was yeah. definitely lost in the sands of time. Now they brought him out, and I'm I'm really hoping they do bring this book, yeah. the one I brought here to show you guys back I think would be great but I love that too I mean I love that aspect of that you know you know some of this stuff being done maybe it doesn't like resonate right now but 15 years from now people will be like damn did you see cool? yeah had these book dummies now we gotta bring this yeah the other market we really haven't discussed much is the Japanese market oh, man. and it just blows me away how good these Japanese books are yeah. Daisuke, and Yoko I know uh, yeah. Yoshi's going to get mad at me for the pronunciation here, uh, Yokota. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, his yeah, new yeah. book, Transparencies, or whatever it is, with the yellow cover. Have you seen that book, Brian? I haven't seen I have one of them. I have Sight Cloud. Oh, great book. That's the one I have. Yeah. Anyway, I just bought Linger and uh, from an English website. of, uh, And then I, I at Dashwood, I, I bought Transformers, yeah, Transparency, yeah. whatever it is. The book, I was going to bring it tonight, I didn't, is amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. what people have been saying about him, though, is he's putting out too many books. What do you think about well, that? I mean, I think Rocky put yeah, out 500 books. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, what, 600 books? Yeah, or whatever, yeah. Who? A Rocky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he literally just puts them out whenever he wants. I don't, I mean, I would think, like, even, like, Bill at that salon, he's like, listen, I make it and I move on. Like, I just, I think as an artist, you have to do is, like, that's what you do. You I mean, I hope work. to put out as many books as I can. Yeah. I, I have so, so many things on, like, on the line ready to go, yeah. like, that I, I don't know. Probably have four projects ready to be made. So hot! I like what I've been doing is like I make my book dummies, and my my philosophy is like, you know what? I'm gonna let these sit for a few years and see if they hold up before I like. But That's why? Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. I don't just know. Put like, it out just, there. Yeah. People want to see it. I mean, maybe I don't know. I feel like what's my rock? I'm, I'm you know I'm not as old as Charlie here. But <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm I can I can see I can see that you know I can feel it. I'm like oh I'm not in a hurry anymore. Yeah. Don't you think like the older you get, it's like I don't know. You know what? I, uh, if I could put a plug in, I have an opening at Julie Saul oh, nice. on uh, April 9th, and hopefully all your listeners will come. Uh, on the now we have to put this out by April 9th. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you guys, of course, are welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, it's more important to do, I'm not into making a ton of books. Mm -hmm. And uh, as I said, after five books, I stopped the New York's topographical series, uh, Typologies. I've done two books of Polaroids now. I'm t t talking to Corey about maybe doing one other book. I'm going to do a second edition of The Girl on the Fifth Floor Walk-Up. There's still like 500 photos. Libby, I don't know if we want to do it. It wouldn't be a second edition, but maybe in volume two. Right, right. Uh, it's a possibility. I'm not sure if there's enough good work, but we'll find out. Once Corey looks at it, he's my guy <laughs> as far as Libby goes. But I, 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 you know, I don't see myself really doing more than two or three more books in my lifetime. Uh, I'm actually sort of moving in another direction. Uh, actually, poetry, to be honest. Oh, nice, <laughs> so, nice. Uh, but uh, we'll see. But you know what? Photography is amazing, and 
as I said, we're going to keep Charlie working. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not out <laughs> taking pictures anymore. Oh yeah. Oh you are. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I got he's, got a, he's got a brand new book coming out for. Uh, oh, that we should doing, mention. Oh, yeah, yeah, before doing, you, we run out of time. No, we got time. We got. Okay, yeah. we're doing the off-print fair in uh, London in right. May. Right. I have yeah. a book coming out with Aaron McElroy. It's called Briny Breezes. Oh it's yeah. It's going to be yeah, 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 my yeah. photographs of this incredible trailer park I photographed in the late 90s, early yeah, 2000s yeah, yeah, yeah. in Palm Beach County, Florida, uh -huh. which is on the most expensive piece of land in Florida, right off A1A, for those who know it, between Palm Beach and Delray Beach. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's a project I photographed for about four years. And uh, it's, uh, it's actually now being shown at Joe Bellows uh, Gallery in, in La Jolla, California, nice, in a group show called uh, Living Arrangements. And uh, Aaron's going to also be showing, you know, his usual Aaron McElroy work. <laughs> Some white bondage. His color work. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And so it will be my black and whites with a few colors of, of cebrachromes. Well, mm -hmm. I'm doing them as cebrachromes, but obviously they'll be... Uh, so whatever. it's the second in the series of the books that we did. The like first the one. The Brian first Brian Brian second book one, of that yeah. series, yeah. And Briner Hauser's been a tremendous success. Yeah, a tremendous. Book. And uh, Dashwood was telling me that, you know, it's, it's sold, they sold out almost immediately. Well, tell Briner to come on the show. I had him on the, the first season. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Briner, if you're listening, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Tim, we, we're, we're thinking very seriously of doing a book yeah. with Tim Boonville, which was his initial yeah, yeah. Uh, series. Oh, Tim's yeah. amazing. Yeah, he's, yeah no. Yeah, that's, the, that's the most expensive book I ever bought. Was, <laughs> yeah. yeah that, really? Jesus, he gave it to me free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how many prints did you buy? <laughs> uh, that's another story. Yeah, yeah I remember story. meeting Tim in the rain to drop him drop off Boonville to me. Yeah. Well, I think I think we're full of stories and we're full of books, and we're gonna have to have you guys back on. Yeah. Oh, we'd love to be back, Brian. Guys, Absolutely. Live Thank from you from so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Live in the upper end. I don't know if your listeners would go to the upper east side, but oh, they don't yeah. have to. They, they can just listen to it. Thanks for bringing so many great. Books. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much, Tom. That's great. Us. All right, guys. Thanks, man. Thanks again for joining us. You can go behind the scenes of this episode, see the work of our guests, and the photos we discussed by visiting our Tumblr and LPVshow.com. The LPV Show is executive produced by Brian Farmalls and co-produced by Tom Starkweather and Eddie Volante. Our score is by Tom Starkweather, who also mixes the show. Thanks again for listening.